Hi, welcome to the Rod and Cindy podcast. My name is Rod Lyman. We're here live at Beyond Today. How's everybody doing today? Nice, I hopefully. Hope everything's going well. It's a little warm outside. I think it's 1,000 degrees out. It's a little warm, a little warm, a little warm. But this is Phoenix, Arizona, so we do not complain because we are Phoenix people. We like to be hot. We like to be yes. hot, yes. We like I to be love rebirthed that. every day. <laughs> Absolutely. So this is um, Sacred Feminine Energy Part 4. Yay! How wonderful is that? It's super wonderful, exciting. I can't believe we keep getting these beautiful oh, ones, uh, guests uh, to come to these podcasts to share this uh, feminine energies and the sacredness of it. Um, it's just, I'm. It's just, I'm speechless, actually. You know, when we first started this, I and mean, the thought process of of this, that we only had like a couple people say, "Yeah, let's just let's be part of that uh, beautiful energy." And you know what? That's true. Beautiful energy, and you know now we have a whole bunch of people now wanting to be part of this and wanting to hear this, and and it's it's going really well. I'm really excited about this. I agree. I believe a lot of people are feeling it and seeing it and hearing it. Some may not understand it. Some may. Some don't know how to get their messages out. I truly believe that you know these this energy and these messages are important. You know, um, so thank you for listening in. And I am Cindy. A.K.A. C.C., A.K.A. Sparkles, A.K.A. Beautiful, A.K.A. Oh, Cinderella, <laughs> Cynthia, Cinderella. Wow, she's got a lot of names. Hey, hey you. <laughs> I like the Hey You one. Hey You. Yes. It's a good you know, Pink Floyd song. You know, what like. it is. By the way, uh, Cindy and I just had birthdays this last week, and we were mm-hmm. really excited about it that um, Cindy turned the big five zero. Yes, uh, I did. All yeah. about changes, right? Yeah. Yes. I turned forty five, so I was really excited. What, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, happy had, birthday! Had yeah. ten years on that forty five. Absolutely, because it was funny is that uh, we had a big group of people here at Beyond today, and they were celebrating, having this wonderful time, and everything, celebrating Cindy's birthday. And her mom gets up and she starts explaining about how Cindy was a brat. From day one, Cindy was a brat. So I I don't know. But see, she has this little puppy, and his name is Bailey, and this is a little brat dog. I love dogs. Don't get me wrong on that. But this dog, if Cindy's holding this dog, you can't come within five feet of Cindy. (laughs) Or she'll be coming out of Cindy's arms onto you, clawing at you and biting at you and everything else. Hey, 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 you're talking about my Bailey. I know. Is it like mother like dog or dog like mother? Yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of commonality <laughs> here. seeking protection. That baby mm. loves you. Mm-hmm. He so protects me, loves me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's I think a, that's beautiful. He's a stinker. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. You too. <laughs> oh, anyway, so who are you even actually talking to? Who is this oh, person next yes, to you? Oh, yes, the mystery beautiful lady. Her name is Delphina Joyce, Messenger of Joy. Thank you and for listening to us and coming and joining us. I We are so honored. And please share a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, Sydney, Rod, Mike, way over there. Facebook peeps. Hey. Hi. Hey. Um, I'm honored and grateful to have had the invitation, first of all, Aww. and to come around and to... Um, to just be given the opportunity to share my story and life and and the learning 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we know that we learn from other people and we learn from their stories what to do or what not to do or what to definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So my name is Delphina Joyce. It means a messenger of joy. Delphina comes from the Oracle of Delphi, and that's where divine messages were delivered. Mm. And then joy means journey options you choose. And the root of it is basically one's blessing of divine will, of grace, of your opportunity to be who you are, and that we are here and we've been given the gift of free will. And that's what joy means. That 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 was what I received in Revelation when I was learning and growing and you know, people always said, Oh, you're so positive, you're so happy. <laughs> and I said, Well, if I'm happy, but it's more than happy, what is what is joy? How can you be an embodiment of joy if you really don't understand it? And my study led me in revelation in what some people say download, you know, just in meditation and quiet, um, receive the message of what joy did mean. Wow. Wow, that is beautiful. That was wonderful. Exactly. Wow. I, I can hardly wait to get into this. This is going to be pretty exciting. And I've known you for quite a long time, and, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that story about you. That's yeah. pretty cool. Aww. Thank you. I know. Just real quick, when <laughs> she was sharing, it's still going on. The back of my head is all tingly. It's just like someone's just playing with my hair, you know, and just enjoying listening to you, I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so this is exciting. I guess we'll have to do some... Uh, commercially kind of things right now, Rod. Go ahead. Well, we have Thank to you. pay a few bills. So that's yeah. what it is. Well, first of all, let's speaking of paying bills, we have to the right of us, we have the one, the only Mike. Yay. He's Thank known you, by Mike. Mystic Mike, Magic Mike, or just Mike. <laughs> Insurance Mike. Insurance Mike. Yes. <laughs> Marvelous Mike. Ooh. Yeah, Marvelous Mike. Oh, there we go. That's in second grade. Right? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Thank you. Our beautiful Mike. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> For all your insurance needs, call Marvelous Mike, the Maverick. (laughs) Sounds like that would be pretty good. That was very good. What kind of insurance? (laughs) Ah, okay. Yeah, real fun stuff that you both. That's good. Well, you need a knowledgeable person to make sure that you have what you need to cover yourself in case of whatever situations, on top of the fact that you're required to have the insurance, too. So, there you go. Good plug. Thank you, Bill. You're that was really good. <laughs> so one of our first sponsors is Teresa Marie. She's here at Beyond Today. She works Monday through Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 5.15. She does massage, Reiki, and she does guided meditations. Come in and try her foot detox or her cupping. She does a lot of stuff. Her price is $40 for a full hour. Imagine that. Unbelievable. It's lovely. It's, wonderful. It's amazing. Right. Have you had the opportunity to experience? I I have actually had the opportunity. In fact, I posted on Facebook after I left. I was just, you saw my hair. You saw my face. <laughs> I was so relaxed. So uh, she's, she's pretty amazing. amazing isn't she it? is. Yeah. And Absolutely. she's hot rocks. And next yep. thing I know, I was like, yep. oh, wait, did I do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you need to text her at 602-487-6938. That text again is 602-487-6938. That's Teresa Marie. How beautiful is that? Awesome. So, the next person is Delphina Joyce is sponsoring her own podcast. What do you think of that? 
Hello. And how can they get a hold of you and what do you do? Um, I can be reached by a cell phone and my number is 480-828-3667. And my specialization is joy coaching. And I do practice hypnotherapy as well as Reiki. And uh, I really enjoy working with people. Aside from the fact that I'm in my doctoral program, which is totally different area. <laughs> um, you know, you've got your, your academia, your metaphysics, and you've got all these different areas. And neither one nor the other is any better. So I've been graced in the opportunity to have both areas in my life. Lovely. That's wonderful. Good for you. Thank you. For you. So a lot of people don't, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's wonderful. Yeah. School became my friend. Wow. We're also sponsored by Beyond Today. Did you know that? Beyond Today, you can come in for do meditation, continue education work. We have 22 different practitioners here. You can get almost anything you want at Beyond Today. And you anything, can reach them. Rod? Almost anything, I said. <laughs> Nice one. So we're getting kind of crowded in here that's coming in. It's kind of nice to have. Hi, everybody out there. Hello. Yep. Uh, beyond today, you can reach them at 602-374-4926. That's 602-374-4926. You can get a hold of Cindy or Rod also there. If you want to sponsor this, you're more than welcome. Call. Go ahead and give us a phone call and, and be a sponsor of our one of our podcasts. These podcasts would be one of those that I'd want to sponsor. Yeah. Yes. Well, I myself do structural work and I'm a medical intuitive and Cindy does mm-hmm. energy work with color infused with it. Um, it's a lovely thing. You know, color has its own vibration and so does energy work and put it together and wow, what an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to move this right along here. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Delphina? Oh, my turn? How are you doing? Well, now that you've asked... <laughs> I'm doing lovely, Rod, and um, I'm excited to talk about the sacred feminine and where we're at. And we had begun the conversation, and I said, well, what is it that I need to talk about? And um, Cindy, just talk about just talk about your story and where you're at and what had happened and and what I shared with her and tap in any time, please. But what I ex- what I shared with her was that in my younger years, I had a very strong energy. And, uh, you know, action, get it done, do what you got to do. Just very, very action oriented. And I went through a process um, where I just started to discover more of who I am. And through that process, you know, I had my thyroid removed. And I also had the gift of vulnerability and being humbled and it was through that experience that god blessed me with Mm. more harmony and balance and i was very good at fulfilling goals and what happened was i learned to love myself more and love others and appreciate people and to me that was the awakening of the sacred feminine within because i became more gentle and loving and now I can listen more. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. I can see that, you know, just kind of, in a sense, if you will, I guess the more, a little bit more the masculine side, just kind of run, 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 go, 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 do, 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 and, you know, and then you're right. You have this, you know, 
traumatic thing happen or this, you know, moment, this awakening or what have you. And wow, it just, it humbleized you and brought you to this uh, sacred feeling and the sacred thoughts and emotions and, you know, the whole other side of you that was already within you anyways. You know, you unlocked that. Yeah. I think it's lovely. You know, I hadn't hardly ever cried. I was such a strong and grounded person that I didn't have I didn't have as much emotion. I had emotion, but I I didn't I didn't feel it as strongly. And now in my presence and where I am, I understand anger. I understand the power of it. I understand sadness. I understand misery. Emotions that I'm sure I had, I just, I didn't understand them. And I don't remember feeling them or experiencing them. And there was a time in my life, um, Sydney and Rod, where I didn't understand why people, if they were having a tough time, just get out of the rut. You know, you're having a tough time. Just think positively, mind over matter, right? (laughs) We hear that all the time. And really, after my own personal experience of transformation, it offered me the opportunity to show up in greater love. It's not always easy to do mind over matter. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can be... um, emotionally hormonally there's all these other different things that can be happening within that cause changes and what can we do as as humans that love each other to love Mm -hmm. and to our do our best to understand because it didn't make sense to me what are you sad about? You know, it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. Get up. Wake up. Get dressed. Put your makeup, you know? Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, I had these these days and this experience when I was going through these challenges and, and having my thyroid removed where I had to fight for my joy. I had to push to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And I literally remember telling myself, today is the best day of my life, and every moment is getting better. And then I would let my feet touch the floor. But at that time, I was going through this process that I didn't even have the energy to curl my hair. I mean, when physically my body was changing. And how does this relate to sacred fitness? Had I not had that experience, I wouldn't understand what it means to be who I am in this now. I wouldn't have the level of love that I have for people. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to look into people's eyes and and see them, their soul, and love them (laughs) no matter who they are or how they show up. Because prior to that, I may have had more judgment and criticism, whether I recognized it or acknowledged it, it was there, Mm -hmm. right? And now in this now, I can love people. And I can see them. And not only that, I can feel their hurt and their pain. And we're in a place in our world right now where we have so much chaos and so much trauma and difficulties that we need. We need the sacred feminine to arise. We need that love, that humanity, that care to come out. And it's not about just being a woman. Men have this energy, too. It's within them, and, and it's okay. We've spent so much time just just badgering it, and in order to be a man, you must do A, B, and C, and it's wrong. It's a lie. It's a falsehood that we've bought into. We don't have time for that anymore. We are in a place that we need to be who we are in wholeness, 
not an imbalance because we are imbalanced as a society and we see it because we see our wars, we see our famine, we see people that are starving, we see veterans that don't have homes. We see so much uh, difficulties and sadness and, and where does it start with? It starts with us, with us individually making those changes and, 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 and purposefully knowing and showing up in love. And that means there are times when we have to go past our defaults because we were raised a certain way. Right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll be honest, I'm speechless. I brought tears to my eyes. It was beautiful. That, oh, go ahead, Raj. <laughs> well, you have you know, something to say? Put me on the spot here. I know. So, sorry. Delphina, um, what a beautiful way to say that. Uh, but I've known you for a long time. So, when did this come about? Um, well, Rod, I would say that. Um, all my life, I, I've had um, connection with unknown, the things that we can't define. And it was really probably in 2008, I would say. I turned 33 of oh. all, all years, right? 33, that was, we know, when we th- look at Jesus' story, he right. was 33. And I turned 33, and, and I was going through some challenges, and I was saying, oh, is this a midlife crisis? What's going on here, right? And really what happened was I started to seek and I started to pray and meditate. And and I just wanted, I had everything that we could define as beautiful. Um, had a half a million dollar home, had a beautiful family, had the 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 love of my life, my sweetheart from when I was a kid. Mm. Um, we had been together for 20 plus years. You know, I had all these beautiful things. And yet I couldn't figure out what was missing or what was wrong and why I had this peace. And, and the irony was it that, and for me as a Christian, so I'm a Christian, um, I had already had the Holy Spirit when I was nine. I received Jesus into my heart, but I hadn't really tapped into the connection of the divine within. Mm-hmm. I had these ideas of of life and how it should be, and I couldn't figure out why I had sadness or hurt. Um, and people say, "Oh, well, you know, there's energy vampires or <laughs> projections, or you're holding the weight of the world, and and you have those different things." And, and I do believe wholeheartedly that all of that is true. There is an, as an empath you can feel and sense and pick up on other energies and experiences and and probably some of that was happening but for me more rod what was happening was i was awakening Mm -hmm. and becoming more alive and my experience had to do with breaking and that break was the releasing of my thyroid and you know the thyroid is your your throat chakra Mm-hmm. And what was so amazing to me was that I'm a very expressive and articulate person. But in one relationship, I couldn't do it. And I lost my voice. And it was through this unraveling and this breakdown that I I rediscovered my voice. Totally different. I, I mean, it it's kind of 
harsh when I say this, but I, I remember when I, I lost my thyroid and I was going in for surgery and and I said a prayer and and I said, you know, God, if you bring me out of this, um, bring back my voice. You know, how if you if I'm going to come back out alive, <laughs> you know, then let me know and forgive me for my my vulner my my vulnerability and harshness when I say this. But I said my bullshit barometer decreased because I spent so much time saying the right things being the right way oh yeah being that perfect person <laughs> right that wonder woman yeah that i forgot about who I, I mean look i have i didn't do my hair and i had a face pill and i'm on video right <laughs> <laughs> i'm shedding literally in a pill right and that takes <laughs> self-love sure to be able to be who you are and be vulnerable and be okay with it mm-hmm. Be you. Be you. Exactly. Be you. <laughs> but see, there's people like us that don't see that. We don't see the hair or the face or anything else. We just see the love that you exude. And there's a lot of people like that. It's not just myself and that, you know, we don't see that. The physical part and the physical being of somebody is just just candy. Yes. You know, everything else is, is, is soul food. Yes, yes. And and that's propaganda. Like, what are we sold in mass media? We're sold perfection. Exactly. Think about the female. The female's only beautiful if she has acrylic nails and she has eyelashes and she has enlargements and beautiful, (laughs) right? It is these surface level uh, things that make us perfect and beautiful. And, and and that's what we buy into because mm-hmm. in in our world who we are as we are is not perfect. Oh, absolutely, and not. that's a lie. We are perfect as we are. All, all, every silver hair—that's a sign of wisdom. <laughs> are you, you know? talking to me? When yeah. You say that? Okay, that's all. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> See, I was lucky, you know. I, I didn't grow up in that. We didn't have a TV until I was 14, you know. I listened to macabre radio stations, you know. There was, there was no really magazines. We didn't, we didn't have a library even, really. Mm-hmm. And where I grew up at, it was really backwoods stuff. And so, but it was part of who I was, is that I grew up on a farm, basically. as I, I grew up around animals in, in, in a very small town. That, and, but who I was from day one is that I never saw somebody for the physical of what they were, unless mm-hmm. they were strong and mm-hmm. tough and mm-hmm. things like that. And they could throw a bale of hay over the fence and that is like, wow, you're strong. Mm-hmm. I could see that physical aspect, but there, the beauty was is what, what came out of their mouth and what came out of their heart. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that was, that was the whole made them beautiful or not. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I think you're beautiful there in, in, in many ways. That. So, you're the one that pointed out the peel and everything else. That mm-hmm. was something I probably would even know, not even noticed <laughs> until you pointed it out. Yes. Why? Because we <coughs> focus on the physicality. We meaning the general population. And and I'm not saying to have any of those things, the nails or the implants. I'm not saying that's bad. That's not what I'm saying. No, you because didn't. you you can choose to do anything that you'd like to enhance your physicality. Right. That, that's what joy is. Journey options. You choose. Right. What I am saying, Rod, and what you're referring to is that through your eyes, you see beauty. Mm-hmm. 
Through my eyes, I see beauty. It's, it's a choice. It's an awakening. It's a knowing. It's knowing that people are divine and who they are. Regardless of their physicality, regardless of their situations, they are d- divine beings. And, and we get stuck in the visual and in the physicality. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate because we can't always see past that. It's difficult to see past that. Well, do you think that that's part of everybody, that they look in the mirror and they see their problems of themselves? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh, first yeah. and foremost, and that mm-hmm. we're we're shown enemies, aren't we? Mm-hmm. We look in the mirror and see it first, mm-hmm. and then we have to point it out. And that are you looking at my zip? Are, are you looking right at that? Mm-hmm. Are you looking at that? Mm-hmm. It's like you're pointing things out to people, so because you feel self conscious about it already, mm-hmm. and so we're our own worst enemies. So we point out what we are self conscious about. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're big banners and that is like you walk out of the house going to hope nobody knows hope nobody noticed did you see that did you see that oh my god are they looking at that are they looking at that you know? did they notice but it is that's the whole thing is that we uh-huh. walk out with the whole intent that we don't want anybody to look at us so we try to feel invisible and what we're doing is we're shutting down our spirituality of who we are and, and we're shutting down us yes. our physicals right out there yes. in front of everybody yes. and so now it takes all the blunts and then taking everything on is like i can do this and that look at me uh-huh. I, I have a zit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that brings us back to what does that have to do with sacred femininity? Exactly. It's, it's for me, it's a, it's a self-love. Mm-hmm. It's a love within. It's a knowing that aside from this physicality, I am worthy. I am worthy. Everyone is worthy. And, and there are experiences that people go through that breaks them down. And at a subconscious level, they lose that knowing. Mm-hmm. And so as they grow, they carry or they can carry. I don't want to you know, send that out also because we can always grow and learn through that. But there are things that we experience in our life that we, we just forget. We forget about who we are. And, and that is affecting us negatively mm-hmm. because we're grasping for other things. Uh, we're grasping for power. I mean, look at our world and our, our, uh, some of the things that are happening globally. Um, we don't care about our world and the weather and the climate and the water. And, you know, we're going to need all these things. But there's, there's other things that are pulling at us. And, and, and we're losing the fact that we would want to have sustainability as humans. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? I think individually we we seek it. We and it's an individual journey. Um, it, for me, I began to ask and seek and tap into um, divine knowledge, and I asked, you know, well, what is what does joy mean? Because I'm not feeling very joyful right now. And joyful at the time was, uh, you know, they say the difference between happiness and joy is that happiness is a state of, it, it flees, it comes and goes. I can be happy about this experience. And, and whereas joy, joy is always my journey, my options, I choose. That never leaves me. It's not a feeling. It's not an emotion. It's a gift. It's a knowing. It's, it's part of the I am, I would
would say. <laughs> you know, the Love I it. am presence of this is, I am. I am joy. It, free will. It's a gift that we, we got. And there is a difference between happiness and joy. So, Rod, what I would say is that it goes back to each individual's willingness to seek. And, and you know, people say this all the time. Well, in the Bible it says, <laughs> you know, seeking you will find. Knock and the doors will be opened. And it's true. It's true. Now, at the same time, when you do that, you have to be willing to listen. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like your heart probably has to be open and have you have to be yeah. awakened to something to see that and feel that and receive that, the seeking and the doors. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I could have taken the thought that losing my thyroid was going to ruin me forever because losing my thyroid changed who I am. I'm more emotional. <laughs> I'm more awake. I'm more alive. Um, I, ha I have different sensations in my body that I didn't have before. That's a gift. Oh, absolutely. That's a gift to be able to feel, to cry, to have emotion, to sense someone's sadness, that, and, and to be able to love them and pray for them and touch them and hold them and be okay with that. That's a gift. Mm -hmm. You know, I had this conversation with God, and, and when I found out that I was going to have my thyroid removed, and I was mad. Well, I was mad. I said, <laughs> I was like, I'm talking to God, you know, God's probably laughing, but I was talking to God and I said, God, what do you mean I'm going to have to take a pill every single day? If I don't take this pill, I'm going to die. And I knew this because I have to take a thyroid pill because my thyroid's gone. And if I don't have my thyroid pill, I'll die. And I was angry about that. I don't want to be dependent on the medical system, right? right? Talking about Mike and insurance, right? Because they deny stuff. You know, <laughs> you have to fight with your endocrinologist to get your pills kind of thing. Right. And, and 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 for me, it was like the sense of lack of control. Oh, my gosh, I'm giving up my freedom. I'm giving up my control. And God says to me, Holy Spirit says, you're already dependent on me. You need oxygen to breathe. You need water to survive. And I give you all that. And, and all of a sudden, it made sense to me. I was like, oh, <laughs> you're right. You know, and to me, it had to do with this level of faith and trust that I didn't have until I was in such a place of vulnerability to believe mm -hmm. that I'm always safe. Mm -hmm. I'll always be loved and always be cared for, regardless of my situation or where I'm at. You know? And that's what sacred feminism has to do with this. It's this level of trust, this level of knowing, this level of connection mm -hmm. to a higher being, to a higher knowing. And, and people have different names for different things, and, and, and we're not necessarily going to get into all of that. If anything, I would say that we just walk away knowing that we have self-will mm -hmm. during options you choose and that you can move into a space of love and you can ask and your questions will be answered. They really will. But in that presence, you have to be willing to be quiet mm -hmm. and to listen because the answers 
you know, before I got the message about my thyroid, I was saying, why am I sad? Why? What's going on here? I got everything. A beautiful. I had a steam room <laughs> in my shower. <laughs> right? I mean, this right. is how. <laughs> so you had everything and nothing, actually, yes, at the time. Yes, because I didn't have that mm-hmm. sense of knowing. And here I am now. And that was, what, 2008, 2009? What, eight years? Nine years later. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's just lovely to hear you share your story because what, through that journey, it did bring out the soft side of you. And um, and it's not to say that, you know, the feminine energy is all about softness. There's some strength in there, too. Heck, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look what, you know, that, that energies can do or even just as female humans, you know, we, mm-hmm. we know what we have to offer. And so I'm pretty sure a lot of people out there listening to your story can certainly relate. I know there's a few things you had mentioned that I even, you know, relate to. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, you know, I'm sure there's gonna be other people out there too. You know, like the whole, um, uh, pleasing people. Mm-hmm. I was, I was that person too. I always want everybody to like me, you know, I didn't want to, you know, nobody not to like me. And so I do anything, everything to everybody would like me. And you know what? One day I was just like, why, mm-hmm. you know, it mm-hmm. just, why do I need to go out of my way to make sure everybody likes me? Mm-hmm. What the heck do I care? You know, if someone doesn't like me, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like you. <laughs> I like you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but if I felt like I did something to hurt someone, or if maybe I felt like a weird vibe from them, they didn't want to talk to me anymore or something, I would like, I'd beat myself up mm-hmm. internally, you know, mm-hmm. just going, what did I do? What did I say? Oh my gosh, you know, what can I do to fix this? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, why, why, mm. why, why? It's not necessary, you know? We are mm. still on our own journeys and doing these things, and it's okay, mm-hmm. you know? And then with that transition of me coming out of that pleasing thing and that, and that extreme, let's just say, mm-hmm. okay, there's there's okay to please, but extreme is not good. Mm-hmm. Like, a little bit of worry is okay, but extreme worry is not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also, I believe, my own awakening and what I was feeling and going through, and I suddenly did the same thing. I started just feeling this, not that I didn't have a lot of um, love anyways to mm-hmm. share with my family, mm-hmm. but it was it was a different, it felt like a different kind of love. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't quite sure at the time where I was coming from, um, but I just knew that something was different about it and mm-hmm. it felt really good to me and it brought strength within myself and where I could actually speak my true truth. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, you know, for last, you know, I don't know, eight, nine years myself too, have been in this, you know, way, let's mm-hmm. just say, mm-hmm. and I, it's just so wonderful and lovely, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you can, you can feel other people and, and see things and hear things and yet be tapped into what they may be going through, you know, and I'll have a glitch now and then where I'm like, you know, how you're saying, you know, why can't she just get out of it? And I, I stop and think of, whoa, 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 you know, that is not fair for me to even have the inkling of a thought, you know, and if I do, I'm going to turn it around and have compassion for them and, whether I understand why they can't get out of bed or not, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It's not for me to understand. It's for mm-hmm. me to just, you know, mm-hmm. be okay with it and send the love to them mm-hmm. and let them figure it out. You mm-hmm. know, but I believe the more loving energies you can send to a person or a situation, the higher the vibration will be for that person or that situation to evolve mm-hmm. and to move forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Cindy, it's beautiful sparkles. Yay, thank you. <laughs> that you say that. <laughs> thank um, you. I, I was having a conversation the other day and we were talking about... Um, 
relationship. And this person was uh, sharing with me that the relationship they had been in, that the person that they were with was struggling um, with some challenges. And because of that, it was resulting in some behaviors that were a bit sabotaging for that self-sabotage mm-hmm. for that person. And I was speaking with that person and, and what really was impressed upon me was that this person's ability to love this other person but not take on that mm-hmm. person's work, mm-hmm. if you will. Because, you know, this person, what I admired so much was that this person had actually done the work to reflect, to meditate, to love and to understand that I can hold love for this person and I can be present for this person, but I don't need to take on this person's work Mm -hmm. in order to be a loving presence. And, and, And it's so easy for us and this may be a general statement, I haven't actually researched it, but (laughs) (laughs) it's it's easy for women to do that because we're so loving and we're so nurturing Mm -hmm. and we're caregivers by nature, I would say. Oh, absolutely. And so it's, you know, we want to, we don't want people to be sad. We don't want people to hurt. We don't want those harsh experiences. And so we want to fix it. We want to make it all better. Right. You know? And there's power in the experience. There's power in the healing. There's power in the journey. And my heart says wholeheartedly <laughs> that it, that's that's what we can do in this now mm-hmm. is to hold that vibration, to hold that knowing. That space. Yes, yes, that we can still be loving. We can still care. Um, and we can be gentle and strong at the same time because – um, water can be a drip, but sooner or later, think about erosion, you know, as it goes, it breaks down the mountain <laughs> as the water goes through and it doesn't have to be, um, a big mass storm, but it's consistent. And, and to me, that's how I feel. And I, I experience the flow of love, the flow of femininity, the flow of care and that, it's not necessary for us to be in the experience so much as we can hold space for the experience. And the space that we choose to hold is love, strength, courage, peace. And to be there for, to listen to and everything. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's the key to mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. is everything you just said. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So let's throw a little mixer in there. How about men? What, 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 what do you, how do you see men awakening to this in their feminine movement? Oh, you can see it now. Mm-hmm. Look at look at our look at. Uh, okay, so there there was this idea that um, men must be breadwinners. They must go to work. They have to work hard. And and you're seeing men just grow in in their choice of fatherhood and how they want to show up and care for their children and 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 the taboo of a man staying home is starting to dissolve, you know, that it's okay. Take physical touch, you know. There are certain um, ideas that, you know, to to hug is um, 
what is the word I want to say? Like to show that physical, to cry that it, it's a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely a lie. <laughs> it's a falsehood. But we have thoughts and we've been raised a certain way to be branded, if you will. Mm-hmm. A brand of a strong man is this. It's wrong. You know, Cindy and I have been having this conversation a lot lately, too, because um, it's the older generation, and I'm not saying old people, but the people that still are stuck in their old ways and that, mm-hmm. that they look at a man that wants to cook, the man that wants to take care of his children, the man that, that is very friendly and does women stuff. Mm-hmm. I will use my fingers as quotation. Right, right. right. That is less of a man. Mm-hmm. He, he should be one wearing the apron and skirt. And that. Mm-hmm. And we have actually just run into that not too long ago, is that, you know, uh, there people are, are still in that ass idea, ass mind, asinine idea that that's a man. It's uh-huh. not a man if he's out cooking, if he's doing this and he's doing that. That's not a man. Uh-huh. Wow. I'm so glad that you bring this up, and this is all public that we're talking about, but... As a woman, I would prefer to have a man that's loving and caring. And, and I think about when you talk about intimacy, well, I'm certainly going to prefer a man that is um, willing to attend to my physical needs that can, y- you know, is it okay to rub your back? Is it okay to kiss you? Is it okay to touch you? You know, uh, maybe a man wouldn't do that because that would be too soft or too gentle or paying too much to the person's needs. So, yeah, there are definitely some thoughts on that. Right. They've, I've seen men being called creepy for that, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we're not, we're not used to it. it you know, we were, we were raised in that men are a certain way, women are a certain way, and, and this is the way we live. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. Where we are in this now is changing. We are in a transitional time, and people are awakening, and they're going to continue to wake up. And part of that awakening is the balancing of energies. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I think just because there's house cleaning to do, it doesn't matter if you're male or female or mom or dad or what have you. It does not even matter. If What I want to say is I think it's wonderful, actually, if a man wants to help clean, and if they don't, I think they should anyways. You know, I had experiences where, you know, I felt like I was doing all the work, and it's like, hello, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. we're in this together. Can Mm -hmm. we do this together? I'll love you even more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's it, together. Mm -hmm. Well, you should have seen the look on her face, Cindy's face, the first time I did her laundry. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm not a laundry girl, but he is. Thank you. She looks at me going, what are you doing? (laughs) She got all scared and nervous that I was touching her (laughs) during laundry. What? What, why are you doing my laundry? Uh-huh, now, uh-huh. that doesn't get dried. That gets dried. That gets hung up. This goes <laughs> this. And, you know, there has to be rules with Cindy's laundry. But well, because I've done it for all my whole yes, life, you know, yes. for the most part. And so I have a system. Mm-hmm. So that's all it means. You just have to, you know, understand yeah. my system mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. She Some wants two downies, not one. Yeah. Oh, exactly. That is exactly <laughs> I, right. I know. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Mine's a one downy. I'm a one downy person, and uh-huh. Cindy's a two downy. No. And, and you have to put half the load in, then put another downy sheet in, uh-huh. and then oh, put what? the rest of the load. It's true. There's got to be That's a minimum of at least yeah. two sheets. I will say that is for sure. But there are some clothes that don't get dried uh-huh. just because. Yes, yes. That's fabric. all I'm saying. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's all good. I mean, that's the whole thing is that I had my awakening. Jeanette's also. out there laughing. 
<laughs> I had, I had wake She's really clean. talking about laundry. That's yeah. <laughs> dirty clean and it's otherwise. It's the acts of service. Mm-hmm. It's the acts of service and mm-hmm. the transition and the acts of service. It's the little things. Mm-hmm. It is Amen. Just, it's, it's those things that you just like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not used to this. And the same thing with on the same hand is that when I had my awakening and I realized who I was and what was going on with me too and that it was change of life. But I have a question for you, both of you in that. Do we have to give up things to get what we want in life? Do we have to give up everything? All three of us here, as we are awakening and opening up, we lost all those materialistic things. Do we have to give that up? That's a great question, Rod. I, 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 I would say it depends on the individual and the process and where that. Anything that... Um, y- like materialistically, you know, we just have all those things. I regained so many other things, um, you know. Things so that are priceless. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing and say, I traded a jet ski in, but yet I have an understanding more for femininity. Mm-hmm. I turned my boat in, but yet I have feelings for other people now. Mm-hmm. I turned my, my four-wheel drive in, but yet now I see things that I never saw before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That feminine energy that you're feeling and absolutely, it's lovely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I would say it's individual. Everyone has their own journey, their own walk. But I will say, Rod, that things can cloud our our awakening, our opening, our knowing. Imagine, if you will, that you walk into a room and and say you're a hoarder and you you have to have things and you walk into this room and in this room there's so many things there's so many things that you can't even walk you can't even open the window because the window is all the way over there and you can't get over there because there's everything everywhere okay it's in those things that I can't open the window to let in the light or the fresh air because I can't reach it. Everything else is in the way. So, Rod, yes, there are times in our lives and our experience where we have too many things. Those things could be negative thoughts. Right. Those Absolutely. things could be negative experiences from the past that we have not released or healed or let go of. Those things could be sabotaging behaviors and choices. Those things could be too many materialistic things. Things, they're things, Rod, and Absolutely. they're different for everybody. Absolutely, yes, and um, I think it's a choice if you want these things or not. Uh, my personal experience, I was a little bit of a shopaholic, you know. <laughs> I like I, shoes. I kind of like I liked <laughs> things. My my gig was is holidays. Every single holiday, I had a few bins for each one. But um, I always liked to buy it, and I, I, as I grew older and I and then had, had my awakening, I realized what it was. I was empty inside. I was searching for something more than just stuff. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the tangible stuff that I was searching for. It was, it was that love. It was the divine. It was the awakening. It was the connection to source. It was my my higher self. It was me. Mm-hmm. It was me I was searching for. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that for all those many years. I just kept buying things, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of fun to have some stuff. Don't get me wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's okay How many to have storage nice sheds do you have? Huh? How many storage sheds do you have? Currently? Yes. Well, five. <laughs> <laughs> 
Five has changed. Five has <laughs> changed. I was right. I just turned 50, right? Five has <laughs> changed. Plus my mom's house, mm. her room. I mean, my room at my mom's house. Because <laughs> um, I don't have my own place at the moment. That's the only reason why. Mm. But I do have a lot of stuff, more than I really could possibly even need anymore. Um, but anyways, that was my my thing, is that I know that I was just always buying things because I, I was searching, but I didn't know, you know. Mm. I just, But I had fun buying some stuff. Don't get me wrong. But I mm-hmm. believe I was really searching this is what mm-hmm. the real core of this mm-hmm. answer is. Well, and the answer that I get from everybody else was that it's freedom. You're free to do whatever you want when you don't aren't tied down to all this stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. You know, the George Carlin thing about stuff, you know, we always want more stuff and we have to get stuff for stuff, put stuff in stuff. And mm-hmm. that, that's, that's the whole concept of this is that we don't need that. If we don't have that, we are free to move on and go. It's like the thought is, it's like, you know, I can't move because, oh, my gosh, it's going to take like six trucks to move. <laughs> I'm not free to move, you know. Yeah. I have to sell this and do this and do that and everything else. This is freedom. This mm-hmm. is this is letting go of just being and mm-hmm. putting the trust in universe. Mm-hmm. It's our personal evolution throughout, throughout this lifetime. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Good. So Mike's doing the little finger thing about this to wrap everything <laughs> up and that. So he said four. Uh, yeah, I saw the four thing. <laughs> the magic then, number. Then, the yes, magic number. <laughs> number four again. Absolutely, I love it. Um, four means what? Does anybody in the audience have any questions or comments? No. Well, thank Good. you for being here. Absolutely. Sorry, uh, Facebook lost us, so they're not going to get to see the end of this. That uh, we're going to hear about that. We're, we'll hear about that again, I'm sure. <laughs> Matt, so we love you, though. We love you. <laughs> You're not here seeing us, but anyway, um, uh, thank you, honey, for this beautiful, beautiful podcast. I mean, this is so gorgeous. I, I am ecstatic over this because it, you know when Cindy came up with this idea and, and about all of doing this thing, and she said, "Oh, well, you could be part of it." And I was like, well, "I am," because. I was, to me, it feels like I was one of the first men in the, in the female movement back mm-hmm. in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And that I was more of a feminine than anything. Mm-hmm. And people always ask me about that. And it was like, it's just because I feel. Uh-huh. You know, I feel animals. I feel trees. I feel grass. I feel everything. Mm-hmm. And I see things. And I see everything. And, I, and I've always been like that. Mm-hmm. So imagine a, a young man like that in a community of hardworking farmers, mm-hmm. dirt farmers. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's a hard way, way to grow up, you mm-hmm. know. Even the dogs didn't like you. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> you weren't in the city, though, too. <laughs> well, the city, I think there's more of a mesh in that, you know. Well, when you have eight people in your high school class, you know, that there's, there's not much choice in that. You know, six guys and two girls, the prom really sucked and everything, but anyway. <laughs> Draw straws. Draw straws. <laughs> Who's going to get her? <laughs> anyway, they're both little girls are my cousins. Anyway, so. Um, oh, crazy. <laughs> but I just want to say thank you very much. I think this is this these all these podcasts have been so beautiful. And that and you got to go back and listen to all the rest of them. If you mm-hmm. guys haven't heard them, you got to listen to them. There's some really amazing stuff that's going on in these podcasts. Mm-hmm. I love, 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 love them. And so. Oh, me too. It's such it's a beautiful variety of, you know, colorful things that we're bringing to the table here with these podcasts. You know, mm-hmm. you again being our fourth one so far, mm-hmm. so far, many more to come. Um, it's just it is a buffet so far of, of a lot of um, 
good entertainment in the feminine aspect and otherwise. And I believe that a lot of people can connect to all this. And it's it's just, I, I am so grateful for all of you ladies and men, you know, coming through and wanting to be a part of this because it's, it's a huge, huge thing, I believe, right now. It's a great movement. And um, a lot of people are going to connect to it. You know, a lot of people are searching. A lot of people are, you know, going to counseling or trying to, or if you're not crazy enough like me, you can't go see a counselor, you know, but you know that there's something out there that you're needing to hear, you know, and it just might be that one thing. Mm -hmm. And that could be in that podcast that could just change their whole life. And Mm -hmm. um, I thank you for being here and and bringing forth your, your story and experiences, you know, to the table here and Mm -hmm. (coughs) excuse me. And um, thank you. And okay, I'm going to share it. I did get teary-eyed one time i'm sure y'all heard it's just beautiful it's just so emotional for me it's it's such a passion within me to do this and to hear these stories and just connect so so much so again thank you so much darling you are welcome and i'm so grateful that you guys have taken the courage and you've tapped into your own intuitive guidance to do this because this is a learning aspect this is an opportunity to touch so many individuals and you don't have to control it but you got to show up Absolutely. And you showed up, right? You showed up, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, we're on our fourth one. Yeah. And next thing you're going to be looking back and go, remember when we were talking about we should do some kind of podcast or something? <laughs> right? So exactly. thank you guys for yep. showing up. And, and you're right, Rod, you're probably one of the outliers. And there's this thing called, it's called the happiness adventure, the happiness advan- advantage. And the gentleman behind that, I can't recall his name, but he did a lot of research. And he talked about right here where we are in this now, he talked about the need for us to love outliers. Because it's the outliers, those are the people that are the the unique individuals that you're like, hmm, you know. It's those outliers that are going to change our environment. Mm -hmm. It's that one person that comes in and you're like, is that person really happy? Come on, it's (laughs) Monday morning. It's only (laughs) 8 o'clock. And they're like, hey, good morning. And you're like, not yet. (laughs) Right? But it's that outlier. So thank you for being the outlier, and may you continue to do so. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. Where again can they reach you, honey, if they need to? Um, By phone, 480. I'm on Facebook too, but 480 828 3667. It was 67. Say that number again. 480 828 3667. Perfect. Did you hear that? One more time. Six, seven. That's it's my birthday. Six, seven. <laughs> Six, seven. <laughs> Yesterday. Just. <laughs> Happy birthday. birthday. Okay. okay anyway. Next. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Doug. Anyway. So um, don't, if you guys want to be part of this podcast, uh, be one of the guests on the podcast, you can call us here at 602-374-4926. Ask for Cindy or Rod. One of us will answer your questions. Then we'll get you on here. We have some beautiful people that want to be on on our podcast yet so but we just we get as many people as we can and um uh, beyond today is uh, one proud sponsor of these podcasts they love us doing what we do and uh, want us to keep doing it uh, and I, i'm really excited about it we've done quite a few podcasts already we're on itunes we're all over the place you just google the rod and cindy podcast and you can find us there's a lot of podcasts out there i'm happy to say i'm happy to have you here <laughs> Thank you. How many beautifuls did we say today? Oh, did anybody keep track? I don't know. We're like 15. Ooh, All right. That'd be cool. Oh, wow. Send so, it in. <laughs> you know, so this podcast, when it's released, uh, the podcast after you be Jeanette St. Germain. Have you ever met her? Uh, you know, Cindy and I were just talking about that, and I said, oh, I try, the name sounds really familiar, but I can't get the picture. Ah, uh, She's out in the crowd right now, right too. right here. You could have <laughs> been like, hey. 
Hey, it's Hi, me. girl, it's me. Yes. <laughs> because I'm thinking your name sounded so familiar and I couldn't get the picture of your face. Now so you have on. the picture of her face. That was me taking a snapshot. Oh, oh beautiful. That's, that good. That's, she, oh, look at you're making her blush. How cute is that? As you. <laughs> no, right. All right, so we're going to have to wrap this up here. And uh, Mike keeps poking at me saying, it's time, it's mm-hmm. time, it's mm-hmm. time. Man. So uh, from all of us to all of you, thank you. Have a good night. Good night, Delphine. Take thank care you so much. And God bless. Good night, Mike. Thank you all. Blessings and love to all. Thank you. Thank you. Good night, Mary Ellen. Good night, everybody.